Chapter One of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keys Fitzhugh. The Lone Figure. The night was bleak and cold. All through the melancholy, cheerless day, the first chill of autumn had been in the air. Toward evening the clouds had parted, showing a steel-colored sky in which the sun went down a great red ball, tinting the foliage across the river with a glow of crimson, a sun full of rich light, but no heat. The air was heavy with a pungent fragrance of burning leaves. The gutters along Main Street were full of these fluttering red memorials of the good old summertime. But there were other signs that the melancholy days had come. Down at the Bridgeboro Station was a congestion of trunks and other luggage bespeaking the end of the merry play season, and saddest of all, the windows of the stationery stores were filled with pencil boxes and blank books and other horrible reminders of the opening of school. Look where one would, these signs confronted the boys of Bridgeboro, and there was no escaping them. Even the hardware store had straps and tin lunch boxes now filling its windows the same window where fishing-rods and canoe-paddles had lately been displayed. Even the man who kept the shoe-store had turned traitor and gathered up his display of sneaks and scout moccasins and exhibited in their places a lot of school-shoes. Sensible footwear for the student, he called them. Even the drug-store where mosquito-dope and ice-cream sodas had been sold now displayed a basket full of small sponges for the sanitary cleansing of slates. The faithless wretch who kept this store had put a small sign on the basket reading for the classroom. One and all, the merchants of Main Street had gone over to the Board of Education, and all signs pointed to school. But the most pathetic sight to be witnessed on that sad, chill autumn night was the small boy in a threadbare gray sweater and shabby cap, who stood gazing wistfully into the seductive windows of piffle's home bakery the sight of him standing there with his small nose plastered against the glass looking with silent yearning upon the jelly rolls and icing cakes was enough to arouse pity in the coldest heart only the rear of this poor hungry little fellow could be seen from the street and if his face was pale and gaunt from privation and want the hurrying pedestrians on their cheerful way to the movies were spared that pathetic sight all they saw was a shabby cap and an ill-fitting sweater which bulged in back as if something were being carried in the rear pocket and there he stood a poor little figure heedless of the merry throngs that passed his wistful gaze fixed upon a four-story chocolate cake sort of edible skyscraper with a tiny dome of a glazed cherry upon the top of it and of all the surging throng on main street that bleak autumnal night none noticed this poor fellow yes one a lady sitting in a big blue automobile saw him and her heart tenderer than the jelly rolls in piffle's window went out to him perhaps she had a little boy of her own End of chapter one